glad everyone could join us tonight. We'd like to welcome you to another episode of Life's Uncertain Journeys Weekly Podcast. I'm Nadine Davis, and I'm going to be your host tonight. And of course, I have with me Robin. No, it's not Robin. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I have I have my sidekick and my beloved sister in Christ, Alicia Lockett. Hey, everybody. Hey, darling. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for standing beside me and walking beside me in this project. I thank God that um, uh, he has really uh, produced a synergy with us and how he uses us to really uh, carry out his purpose for this, this podcast. Uh, we are, are very happy that you all could join us this evening. Uh, we are live on our Facebook page, and we're also recording on Zoom for our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And uh, I usually try to upload um, our videos at least by Thursday, but um, we'll see how that works since I'm traveling this week. But that's a place where those of you that, that may have missed some of our podcasts, you can go to our YouTube channel and go back and see all of the uh, prior um, episodes that we've had. So that's a wonderful thing to have at our advantage. Hey, Isabel, she's traveling. <laughs> As always, um, it is our goal each week to engage our listeners in real talk about these troubled times that we're living in. We are a Christian podcast, so our conversations are coming from a biblical perspective. What we know and what we understand about God's word is that it's true. Truth that we're gonna need, especially in these troubled times. So tonight, we are summing up um, the topic of our conversation about dealing with discouragement and depression. As I've said before, it doesn't take much to realize that by virtue of everything that's been happening around us, anxiety, fear, and depression can begin to seep into our days. And so what we are desiring to do is to seek God's face in order to help us to, first of all, understand this process that, that's taking place. And then how best to, in the midst of it, still stand for Christ still be able to shine like the lights he's put us in this world to be. That his gospel will not be suppressed, that it will not be inhibited because we too are being overwhelmed by the things that we're seeing going on around us. And so uh, that's what we're gonna be focusing in on tonight. Um, so we're gonna be talking about that. I was so grateful to have uh, Dr. Clements Nianjo join us and 
to give us her wisdom as a professional psychiatrist and helping us to uh, maneuver through uh, some of the nuances of uh, what this whole um, uh, pandemic and everything that's going on in the world has done and how best that we could deal with it. And so I really thank her for joining us. And then of course, last week, having um, Monica Wilson to join us, who is from our church, uh, my church home, uh, Still Creek Church of Charlotte and uh, the hope ministry that we have there that um, is meeting the needs of people that are struggling with these things. So, but uh, before uh, we begin to move into our conversation and always, I'm gonna ask Sister Paulette if she would just come and cover uh, our podcast tonight in prayer, please. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. God, thank you that you said we could enter into your presence, a holy God. Thank you. God, but you said we were to enter into your presence with thanksgiving. Yes. And into your court with praise. So, Father God, we come thanking you, Heavenly Father, for the provisions, God, that you have made for your word to go through all the world. Father God, and we thank you, even though we're sitting here in Charlotte, Lord, your word is going around the world. So, Father God, we ask that you draw people to it. Yes, Lord. Not to the broadcast, but to you, Father. You, Lord. Hallelujah. Father God, that's what you want. Andy. So, Father God, even if they think it was an accident, they don't know how they got on the program. God, we know that it was you, God. Amen, Lord. God, that you may draw their hearts to you. God, but give them ears to hear, Lord, what your spirit has to say. Father God, we know it's not your will that any man perish. God, so we know, Lord, that you're going to draw them to you. Mm -hmm. And Father God, I want to lift up the people that have suffered so emotionally, Lord, yes, during this pandemic, yes. Lord, and just from life itself. Yes, yes. God, life itself can be weary, and, and we can't do it in our strength. Amen. Father God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. God that can strengthen people. God that will lead them, that will guide them. And Father God, thank you that you have people, Lord, that can instruct people on what to do and how to do. But we give you the praise, glory, and honor. Yes, Lord. Father God, let the enemy not take advantage, Lord, of these times, Lord, yes, that they're Father. going through. So, Father God, I pray ahead your protection, Lord, around them. God, that their faith not fail them, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, for the enemy would love to speak lies into them. So, Father God, we know, Lord, He's got to come through you, Lord, to get to them. So, Father God, we know that you are healer, Lord. Yeah, God, yeah. for we know that you heal, Lord, with a touch, with a spoken word, and by your stripes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We are healed. So, Father God, I lift up our sister Carmen. 
Father God, speak to the situation, God, and she will be healed. Father God, we give you the praise, glory, and honor, Lord, for we know, Lord, that you hear our prayer. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, that we can bring our petitions to you, Lord. God, we know that you're here. God, we know, Lord, that you are working it out, Lord, that you will be glorified. Hallelujah. God, it's not the prayers that were prayed, Lord, but it's to who they're prayed to. God, so we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, that you have given us to come into your prayers. God, we come with thanksgiving and with praise, praising you as our most high God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you so much, sis. I tell you, I know for uh, me, Paulette and Regina, those of us on the phone, uh, we have really been blessed to see God do some miraculous things here of late. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it just emboldens my faith and confidence in God because we we have seen, I don't know, their prayer requests come in every other, you know, a lot. And the situations have been very volatile, that's to say the least, in many cases. But God, our God is God. And we have, we just want to thank him and bless him for uh, hearing our petitions on behalf of others. That's what we do. That's what we do. So we thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I'm going to, Alicia, did you get my, my text? I have it. Yeah. Okay. Did oh, you I have right? Sure, sure. I want to share it with our um, listeners that may be new to our podcast that this podcast is both live and interactive. And so what that means <clears throat> is that if you come in through Zoom, you can, or, or Facebook, you can actually participate in the conversation. And, <clears throat> excuse me, you get to share um, your testimony, ask questions or any revelations that the Lord may have, you know, given you. Because like um, Nadine and I always say, we certainly don't have all the answers. And we got some powerhouses on this, yes. on this, on this Zoom call, Cheryl and Paulette and everybody, Isabella and Regina, all of, yeah. all of us. And God can speak through any of us, including right. you including you, listener. <laughs> and so if he speaks to you or tell you, whisper a little something, he may just want you to share that. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's nothing right or wrong. It could be a question. We are safe and free space. We are in the Holy Spirit. So get comfortable and dial on in and come on and get connected and let them flow through us. Yeah. Um, and so also um, we want to... Um, remind our Zoom podcast podcast participants that um, this is a live recording and welcome our Facebook participants to watching us live. Amen. We can hear our Facebook, we cannot hear our Facebook participants, but we're monitoring, I am actually monitoring the questions and comments and I'll be able to either read them out so that we can get some responses or you know respond by going back and forth that way. So please feel free to participate that way also. Um, 
remember, always remember the Holy Spirit is alive and well in all of us, as I said before. And so we, um, we're glad that God gave us the Holy Spirit to teach us, lead us, guide us, and show us things to come according to scriptures, the Holy Word. Amen. Amen. And so, like I said before, any of us can be used at any time. So be ready and, be and um, don't, 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 uh, quench what they say quench the holy spirit that's right that's what they say. <laughs> let him have his way let him have his way and so for those of you um that's joining on zoom please remember that if you choose to um, comment mute yourself uh unmute yourself and say what you have to say remember to go back on mute so we can have a clear uninterrupted conversation so stay on mute unless you're speaking and after you speak please return back to mute and that's yeah. assignment and that's a wrap (laughs) thanks darling thank you so very much Uh um i just want to also welcome all those that uh may be listening via the internet i think i've explained to you all that what god has done is phenomenal in permitting us to have this sort of a venue to carry out his purpose and mission for this ministry and uh we have people that are actually watching via the internet uh, we have several um, um, outlets. What do you call those? Th- I guess podcasts. What do you call those things? You know, like iHeartRadio and Podbean and whatever you call them anyway. There are other venues that we get to use to uh, share, our, share the gospel. So we'd like to also just welcome you all. Thank you all for listening from wherever you are. Um, as many of you know, uh, the Women Who Overcome Ministry they're going to be hosting the 2021 Overcoming Faith Conference in October 23rd. And it's going to be both virtual and live at Steel Creek Church of Charlotte, their Eastfield campus in Huntersville, North Carolina. So if any of you are interested in joining us, which I hope everybody will, uh, we are really going to be blessed and equipped for, uh, for service during these unprecedented times that, unprecedented times that we're living in. So you can go to, uh, to their website. It's uh, thewomenwhoovercome.org. And from there, you can register and you can get any other information that you need, email us or whatever uh, from that place. Also, uh, my husband and I uh, would like to invite you to join us every Thursday at seven o'clock. We host another podcast called New Beginnings. We are currently doing a chapter by chapter study of the book of Romans. And it has been a powerful time. I mean, we, we, sometimes we spend two, three sessions just on one, you know, one chapter because uh, of the, the gems that we're finding there and what God is revealing to us. So uh, any of you that might be interested in, in joining us for that study, by all means, uh, you can do that at charlottechristianfellowship.org. That's our website. There are links there where you could, uh, either listen to the podcast or actually join us live. So, um, by all means, if you're if you're led to do that, please do that. Um, and for those of you that may be listening for the first time, uh, Life's Uncertain Journey has been given the mission of proclaiming the gospel and making disciples, while at the same time strengthening and equipping our listeners uh, along their faith journey. Uh, that is the only reason that we are on this. Uh, venue in the first place is to share the gospel with those that may be listening in hopes that some may yield their lives to Christ for salvation. 
And we're very grateful to the Lord uh, for this opportunity. And, and each week, uh, I try to take out a moment to kind of share a little of the gospel message in hopes of saving some that may never have ever heard the gospel. So uh, this week, I wanted to suggest uh, for those of you who may be listening and, and don't know what the gospel message is, uh, that if you have a Bible, go pick up the book of Romans. Romans is the gospel in a nutshell. I mean, it covers the whole gamut. And it will help you to understand why salvation is necessary, what God has put in place to help uh, bring us out of this funk that we're in where the enemy has his uh, has his monkeys on our backs and we, we're so cast down and overwrought, overwhelmed that we can't even give God no glory. Uh, God has a plan for that. He has a remedy for that. Uh, it also goes on to explain God's plan of salvation that comes by grace which is God's undeserved favor. Now I know to those of us living in America, that's, that is, that's not normal because we've been taught, you gotta earn everything you want in life. You gotta work for it. And so most people will say, I don't want your handouts. You know, they have that kind of a mentality or attitude about them. So to think that God would just give you something for nothing, now it's hard for it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around, but that is who God is. He's not asking you to do anything other than just believe Him. That's why salvation comes by grace through faith, your faith, because you got to first believe. Uh, Hebrews says, if you don't believe that God is. And that he rewards those who, who, who diligently seek him, you know, you, you can't even please him. You can't know him. You can't even get into a relationship with him. So that's why faith is important. It's an integral part of this process of renewing your relationship with your creator and understanding the finished work that his son accomplished by dying on the cross for you and for me. Romans confirms to everyone on this planet that they are a sinner, okay? So no big eyes, no little use. We all in the same boat. All have sinned, excuse me. All have sinned, it says, and fallen short of God's glory. Everyone, this state of affairs was not our fault. We were born this way because of the very first sin that was committed by our foreparents. That's how this sin issue and God's wrath against all sinners got started way back then in the garden. God gave Adam and Eve, our foreparents, reign and rule over this entire planet. You all know how beautiful this place is. I mean, I, Paulette was just telling me last week how she just can look up at the sky and see the, the deeperness of the blues and the whiteness of the white clouds and just say, oh my goodness, God, you are awesome. We do that. That's what God put all this up here for so that you can see and know there's a greater power than, as I always say, 
No man is sitting behind some curtain, pushing no button, making the sun come up and making it go down. God does that. And so uh, here of late, we have seen the impact of sin on this planet where the clouds from a fire all the way over on the West Coast have come all the way across the United States, all the way across to the Eastern Coast and, and blotting out the sun in the sky. That's man's doing. That's man's doing. And this is the state of affairs that we're in right now. And what? God put us, those of us who follow Jesus Christ, on this planet, in this generation, in this time slot, with a purpose and a plan for these people that don't know that God loves them. And so we have got to uh, help people come to the understanding that all of this can work out great for everybody who comes to the knowledge of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So God gave Adam and Eve rulership of this planet, but he also gave them directions. He gave them instructions. However, when they were posed with a question about what God had instructed them to do, talking about Adam and Eve, guess what they decided to do? They chose to disregard God's instructions and follow the instructions of a stranger. His name is Satan, by the way. God didn't like that because he loved his children. He, God knew what sin would do to them. And the fact that they would actually, actually uh, lose value for what God had done for them and showed to them and provided for them to listen to this creature, he didn't like it. And he didn't like the fact that uh, Adam and Eve, who he created from his hand, would follow these instructions because he knew what, what it was going to do. That very act of disobedience that they committed, not having any regard for God's instructions, served as an act of defiance against God. Therefore, they were no longer in right relationship with God. And they knew it. You know how I know they knew it? What did they do? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> they ran and they hid. Have you, do you all know that there's this um, on YouTube, because I, I don't watch the regular TV. I just, I like YouTube because I can pick what I want to watch. But what I like to watch are the little, the little babies, the, the little toddlers that are growing up. They just got in the world and and they show you how they're developing and how they're, you know, how they react to things. And if you ever watch them, little things, some of them can't even walk. And they snatch things away from each other. You know, they hit each other. And the, the mama said, did you do that? They said, lying. <laughs> you see? And it's because it's in their nature. 
They can't help themselves. You see, that's how powerful sin is. God knew that. That's not what he wanted for us. But here we are. And everybody born from their loins, Adam and Eve, which is human, hum, humanity, are born sinners. Not by virtue of what they did, but by virtue of that sin gene that's passed on throughout all generations. And so God had to, he had to deal with that. You know why? Because he loves his children. He, he created us for himself. He wanted there to be a planet full of God's children, ruling and reigning over everything, bringing up governments that were run by righteous people. You know what I'm saying? Even, even right down, you remember when uh, is, you know, God gave them uh, rules and regulations, even for how to manage the land. They couldn't even keep that up. You know, he wanted them to let the, let the land rest, you know, in so many intervals throughout, throughout the history. They wouldn't even do that. But like I said, God had to come up with a plan to deal with that. And that plan was his son, Jesus Christ. He loved us so much that he sent his son to defeat the devastating work that Satan had started in, in the lives of mankind. He came to restore God's children back to a right relationship with himself. That's being, uh, righteousness is being at peace and in good with God. You know, when you, you know the creator of all things and you got, you know, got to open, open heaven above you and all's well with the world, when that, that state of being is uh, very beneficial, not only to you as an individual, but also to everyone you come in contact with. That divine relationship that God is, has determined that his children should have with him impacts everything around us. Or well, let's just say it's supposed to. So um, being at peace with God, we understand that sinners, is that Nikki? Mm -hmm. Hey, darling. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I thought that was her. Good to see you, precious. Yes, indeed. But um, just saying that um, that God is desiring that we accept his son's sacrifice that was paid for us. And I know it's hard to wrap your mind around. That's why I ask everyone that have any... Uh, any, if you feel any God, you know, the Lord drawing on your heart and you want to know more, then please reach out to us. Our, our email is uh, lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com because I want to be able to sit down and answer your questions and, and share to you uh, a little bit more about what God desires for you, the plan that he has for you. Satan has nothing but tricks up his sleeve. It's the same old trick he'd been playing for years. All he wanted to do was to get Adam and Eve to defy God's word, knowing the consequences, knowing the consequences. And that's what he's been doing to every man and woman on this planet ever since with the lies, the implications that he make to us that God is not enough. God don't love you. God can't save you. God can't help you. All those things that permeate in our minds is one of the main reasons why we're still struggling with, with this heaviness, this, this uh, uh, oppressive spirit. 
that keeps us downcast. But Jesus came to deal with that too. Now, learn you to come to save our souls. We said over, and I think we shared last week in um, in this in the passage of scriptures in uh, Isaiah sixty one. He came to give us beauty for ashes. He 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 knew that we were downtrodden. He knew the state of affairs of our hearts. He came to heal the brokenhearted. That's us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So God, God, God knows what he's doing. And he also knows what we need. But I declare to you tonight, if you would just believe that God does love you, Satan does not want you to think that, but that is the truth. He does love you. And he's not looking for an opportunity to wipe you off the planet. That's not what God is about. He loved you so much that he gave up his only son to take our punishment for our rebellion and to, and to save us from the ravishes of what sin can do to us. You see, God desires to, for us to live in eternity with him. We're his children. When I go to, you know, my parents were alive, I would go to their house. I wouldn't go to some stranger's uh, house. I'll go to my parents' house. God wants you to come to his house because he's got a house ready for you. But the only way we can escape the wrath of God is to trust in what Jesus has accomplished. Amen. To believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God sent to save us and that he did do what God sent him to do. He did not fail. It's written in the history books, also in the scriptures. Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross. And that was the process. That, that juncture in, in time out throughout history changed everything for mankind. And now we, we don't even benefit from it because we can't seem to wrap our minds around it. But we want to encourage you. So please reach out to us and we would uh, we'll love to share that with you. We don't, um, we don't have uh, any materials or anything that we can send to you primarily because we want to get you into a discipleship relationship because I'm telling you, that's what God intended. He intended for you to be taught, not to be preached at. Uh, thank God for the evangelists and pastors and teachers and all those that he sent for the uh, edification of the body of Christ. But the mode of operation for developing uh, your life comes through discipleship. And we have a discipleship plan that we uh, have embarked upon called Disciple Me. Uh, for anyone that's interested in uh, being disciple, or maybe you never have been disciple. Somebody told you to say these words, say this prayer, and then you're in and you don't, you don't see them no more in life. But God wants to be able to, to pour into you uh, the life from another believer who, is, uh, who has experienced what God is able to do in their lives. And so if you're interested in uh, being disciple, the Women Who Overcome ministry team, they are the ones that uh, conduct that training. And you can visit their website at thewomenwhoovercome.org and uh, you can register there. And uh, we'll make sure that you get signed up to get started. Amen? Amen. Amen. All righty. So now let's, um, let's try and sum up our conversation that uh, we've been having about dealing with discouragement and depression. And I'm so happy to see uh, Nikki with us today. Um, Nikki and, and Alicia and I, we all came from, from uh, 
the Soul Factory uh, Church in Maryland, and God has just been using our lives, uh, even though we're all in separate places. Yeah, the Kingdom of God is still being advanced, and uh, she uh, hosted a conference here um, a couple of years back. So, Nikki, why don't you just introduce yourself, darling? Hi, everyone. <laughs> no, you know, I was looking at my email today. And I see your stuff all the time, but today the Holy Spirit was like, get on. And I was like, well, okay. oh, <laughs> praise God. I just jumped on here. Um, but <laughs> I have um I have walked in the trenches with Minister Nadine and Alicia for a long time. A long time. Yes, it's been a long uh, time. Yes. I, I don't remember when I did the, the conference because it was so long ago, you know, COVID and, and I know. Oh no, you just like <laughs> it was. Um, I know it was some years ago. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was the pivotal point for um God just really building my confidence in that area. And you, you know, you created that platform for me to just really step out and you know get on a platform outside of my home, church home, comfort zone. Um, and that just catapulted me into I already have that's us. <laughs> it catapulted me into you know I have a coaching ministry now um amen we get me and my husband now we cancel we cancel not cancel but we do both cancel and coach couples okay. and we cancel and coach premarital couples I'm like Jesus <laughs> so oh my goodness um I, I'm still speaking I actually speak at um uh, my first um, speaking engagement coming out of 2021. Mm -hmm. I mean, coming out of 2020, the craziness, I, August the 7th. I'll be speaking on um, bag, uh, bag lady, unpacking what you got in your bag, like abuse, anger, frustration. Amen. All Amen. of that stuff that we, we silently go through and don't yeah. share with anyone. Yeah. So we're talking about unpacking all of that. Well, you send me all that information so I can share it now. Okay, I will. I will. Um, and so that's just a little bit about me. And don't forget, Nikki, you um and your husband do a Sunday morning. Um, oh, yeah, we Sunday. <laughs> What's the name of it? It's it's um it's called Let's Talk About It with Nikki and Jason, or Jason and Nikki, Jason and Nikki. And, um, <laughs> and so we talk about just kind of whatever. It's in our space and, and the Holy Spirit kind of bring to us, well, like if I'm studying that week and I'm just, you know, like Holy Spirit, what do you want to talk about on Sunday? Um, and most of the time it's something that we're going through or something that he's put his finger on and he's healing. All and right. so we just kind of talk about it um, and give um, scriptural basis around it so you can find it in the word. And I love to look for stories because I'm a oh, real yeah. life person. And so we look for stories like this Sunday we did unbelief and so we uh, were able to show that in the the word of God and in Bible stories of how people unbelieve and how God deals with it and so that's that's pr pretty much how we do on Sunday mornings because we want to make it practical because a lot of times we hear the word in our head and yeah. we have head knowledge but mm -hmm. we actually don't know how to apply in everyday absolutely life. and so that's kind of how we bridge the gap when we're talking about the topics, we're bridging the gap Amen. from understanding the principle to putting it into real life living. Yes. 
application. So that's very good on Sunday mornings. Amen. Well, very yeah. good to have you on with us tonight. And by all means, let the Holy Spirit use you. <laughs> uh, that's what we are, uh, Alicia and I are always encouraging people to do because, you know, we, if, if we're in the family of God, we've got the Holy Spirit. Yes, for sure. You know, so when he started tugging on you and want you to say something, like she said, don't quench the Holy Spirit, let him have his way. Cause you may, you, you may not even know that something you got to say could bless somebody that's, that's looking for what it is that you holding back. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's so true. And, and we're all relational. And so what I really found out is a lot of times we think we're going through something alone or we think it's just us. Um, but it, God is really dealing with it in the earth. And I kind of know, like, if I'm dealing with grace and then I hear one pastor speaking on grace, then I turn to another channel and another pastor speaking on grace. And I'm like, oh, God must be talking about grace in the earth because everybody is kind of talking about the same yeah. topic and mm -hmm. so you know and I think he does that so we don't think that we're going through anything alone that he that that, that is always bigger and greater than us absolutely so we can always you know hear his voice and if we're seeking like the word said seek the kingdom of God first and you'll, and you'll find it but you got to be seeking it you got to be looking for it you can't be so like you know bogged down and thinking that everything's about you and, and you're the only one that's going through it right right and, that, and that's why you know we're talking we're going to be talking about this bag lady thing because we us as women we go through a lot and because god created us as nurturers a lot of times we hold all of those emotions in and we think that you know we're supposed to we think we're supposed to be strong and we're supposed to handle this on our own but god never created us that way that's why our body breaks, our bodies break down yes. Because, yes. because we don't let that stuff out. We don't talk about it. We don't yeah. share. We don't create relationships because the enemy tell us we can't trust each other. That's right. That's so, right. And then it, it all goes, points right back to him and his tricks that he plays on. Yes. Our minds. yes. Just, yes. You know, as, if you think about it, it makes you mad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just want to kick him in his teeth. But uh, but praise God. Uh, thanks so much, darling, for joining us. And I see uh, Dr. Vance is back with us today. And so uh, I do wanted to, uh, did want to just get us started on uh, this particular uh, frame of thinking, primarily because I know that if we're not careful, we the enemy would rather distract us, you see, from our purpose and our call. And whatever it is that God is designed to see happen in the earth, He's not going to use the world to do it. He's going to use us. That's He's right. Going to use his agents. But Satan knows that too. So what do you think he's going to do? He's going to try to muddy up the waters. He's going to try to keep us oppressed, keep us oppressed, keep us bound up and chained up to the degree that we ain't no good to nobody. We ain't no good to our, our families, our communities, nobody. Because We've allowed that joker to trick us, trick us another again. And so um, I just wanted to talk about that as it related to what we've been talking about dealing with this discouragement and, and the depression that seems to be really hoovering over our lives right now. Um, but God has set us apart for this generation. And he expects that we believe him if we trust him, if we follow him, 
that we're going to have what's necessary to do what it is he put us here to do. Not because in and of ourselves we have the ability, but because he's God and he's our God and he gives us what we need. First John 4.17 explains this. In this union and fellowship, and I'm uh, the reading from the uh, Amplified. In this union and fellowship that we have with Christ, love is completed and perfected with us so that we may have confidence, not fear, confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him because, and this is the clincher, as he is, so are we in this world. You hear that? I mean, and this is not something, this is some, not some philosophical gobbledygook that people just say to make people feel good. You know what I mean? That's not, this is coming from the mouth of God. He's letting you know that there is confidence and boldness that we can have in spite of the day of judgment that we see coming. We see it coming. But those who are fearful, who are, are really going through, they got a reason to be fearful. But we don't. Because by virtue of who we are. What was that? Um, Nikki did a, um, you wrote a book on, on knowing your identity. What, what's the name of the book? It's Overcoming Identity Crisis. Yes, Lord, y'all need to read that thing. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was very pivotal, pivotal for me because not having a grasp of your identity in Christ will crush your purpose and your life. I'm telling you, you will be all off course going places you ain't got no business going, being with people that you don't even have any business being with because you have not been able to grab, grapple with the, your, your identity. It's a very powerful book. And see what you said about, um, what you said about identity and also about distraction. That's what I'm talking about, distraction and the way that the enemy gets us distracted from who we are in Christ is through depression and anxiety. And depression is when you are focused on your past. And anxiety is when you're focused on the future. But what the word of God says that the Holy Spirit operates in the present, in the moment. And so when you're focused on the present and in the moment is where you have your perfect peace is where you are aligned to the presence of God. And so when you are, that's how the enemy distracts us and get us out of alignment with who God says we are because he has us identifying ourselves with our past. Or yes. Things that we have no control of. No control. That's God's responsibility. Our responsibility is faith and trust in the moment. In the here and in the now. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he sent you here, darling. He sent you here today. <laughs> Praise God. And so this confidence and this boldness is what God desires his children to exhibit. This is what we, we are to possess. You know, there's a scripture in um, Philippians. I think it's Philippians. 
at the end of Philippians 1, and he talked about that don't, don't be intimidated by your enemy. Don't let him intimidate you. Because the fact that you won't let him intimidate him is a sign to him of the trouble that he's going to be in. But it's a confirmation to you that God's got you. I'm just using my words. You have to uh, look it up to find it. I can't remember exactly. I know it's at the end of uh, chapter one or two. But the point of it is, is that we do not have to uh, be intimidated by the things that are happening around us because these things have to happen. There's no way to get around it. God's will is going to be accomplished. And in the midst of God's will being accomplished, he's using us as his agents to bring hope to people. For those that don't think there's any hope. You know what hope is? Hope is the confident expectation of good. Not the dread, you know, oh, woe is me. Well, I don't know how I'm going to get through this or all those other kind of things. Those kind of things are the kind of things God wants you to leave at his feet. And that will free you up to be the agents that he needs you to be right now. Where you, like she said, not so concerned about yourself. They said self-preservation is the first law of nature. What about me? What about me? What about me? As Joyce Myers would say. We're taken care of. We're covered. So there's no concern. There shouldn't be any problem with us. But we see the suffering of this world right now. They don't know which way to turn. They don't think there's any hope. And some of everybody's shooting up everybody. Nobody has any reserve, uh, nothing. You make me mad, I shoot you. You know, I mean, it's just the state of affairs. This is the result of sin. Mm -hmm. okay and it doesn't get any better but if we will permit God to do in us what he sent his Holy Spirit to do in us we'll move beyond that so as you look at our topic about dealing with discouragement and depression uh, we've had the privilege of hearing from uh, individuals as well as those who uh, who've been living uh, with the impact of, 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 of oppression and depression I know what it's like because I've been there and I told you all the time again so I'm not acting like it's not something real because it is very real. But just like God was able to help and deliver me, he's no respecter of persons. He's waiting to do the same thing for others. And so I want to be, I want my testimony to be shared with others. That's why I'm on this thing every week that somebody may hear, like she said, no, it's not just you. I thought it was just me going, going through the stuff that I was going through. Nobody should have to live like this. Well, there was hundreds of thousands of women that had lived through it through years and years. It's been, a, you know, nothing new. But God was able to show me that I didn't have to suffer, suffer the way the others suffered because I knew the truth. The truth is what set me free. Amen. So this conversation may get a little sticky, but we're going to go there because I believe with all my heart that God's word is true. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't even want to uh, contemplate any philosophical stuff that people would, may think, but 
my life in the, the last 40 years of my life has been, been lived believing that God's word is true. And I don't want uh, anybody who ever meets me or knows me to think that, that this life that I'm living is because of uh, T.D. Jakes or pastor this person or prophet is that purpose. No, it's coming from the word of God. That's where the truth is. So discouragement and depression made its headway into humanity on the day that our, our four parents, Adam and Eve, decided that they, they wanted to believe what Satan had to say about God's word. And they actually had to value what Satan said as to be a greater truth than what God said. And there's danger in that, beloved. There's danger in exalting the word of the devil above the word of God. And so I, have to, I want us to go there tonight and consider this because I'm telling you, what wound up happening in the hearts of Adam and Eve was that they developed a distorted view of God because he had been maligned in their, in their hearts. His character didn't mean anything to them anymore. His nature as a creator of all things went out the window. And their response to that was defiance, rebellion, sin. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want to begin by looking at uh, Philippians chapter four, where it says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. And then you go over to James, guess what he say? Same thing. Count it all joy. <laughs> Didn't he? Count it all joy when you start running into trouble. And if that wasn't enough, here come brother Peter. Mm. He says, now I want you to rejoice mm -hmm. when you are distressed with many trials. Come on now. Does that make sense to anybody? How in the world do you rejoice in the midst of many trials? Mm. Anyone in their right mind might be reading those passages of scriptures. They probably say, whoever wrote this is, is, you know, they ain't wrapped too tight. You see? Because naturally, it's almost an impossible thing to, to consider. I know when I first read it, I, you know, I thought, God, you got to help me with this one mm -hmm. because I don't feel, it don't feel good when you're suffering. It doesn't feel good when you're being misused and abused. People saying all manner of evil against you. And then you go all the way back and listen to what Jesus said. He may not have said count it all joy, but he said, look, don't worry about it. When people talk about you and call you all manner of evil and everything like that, he said, you in the league with the prophets. What prophets? What prophets? 
<laughs> the Isaiah's and the Jeremiah's and all those guys. He said, you in league with them. Yes. You see, that's, that's par for the course. That's the nature of the territory in which we, in which we have to do with. And this is God speaking to us in his word. So let's consider knowing like Adam and Eve heard what God said about them and his instructions. We read this today for our instructions. I want to hear what y'all hear. What do you think? What is, what is, I mean, the, the, for real, for real, the down and dirty, what's really going on in our heads to make us step back and think twice? Uh, I don't know, Lord. That's a bit much. Anybody? Well, well we know that, well, I shouldn't say we know. The enemy goes straight through our heads. It starts with a thought. It's in the mind first. Huh? You throw that thought out there, and as soon as we give it attention and contemplation, it grows. Mm -hmm. I always like to say, whatever you feed grows, and mm -hmm. feed give attention to. Whatever mm -hmm. you feed, you know, you feed your mouth, your bottom grow. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we feed, you feed the grass, you know, flower grow. Whatever you feed grows. So when you focus on the negative thought, because there's always a choice. Yes. yes. So if you choose to focus on the negative thought, the next negative thought will come and so on and so forth. But we have the power and the choice and God gives us the authority to tell our minds and emotions what to do. Cast it down, he said, didn't he? Cast down. Cast it Cast down. down. And turn from it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and focus on what is good what mm -hmm. is true what is loving y'all know the rest yes, know. Yes, yes. so it's an active um, thing that we have to do you, you just can't do it once and think it's going to go away you have to continue to do that right? daily mm -hmm. that's daily. right not that's only right. daily sometimes y'all it's moment by moment, oh, by moment. Yeah. and you might do it and it come right back and you gotta do it again you know what it is Alicia? it's a state of being it's a state of being you gotta, live there. you gotta live there yep and you gotta be really transparent like you 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 know how the word says um god check my heart mm -hmm. you know yes. that like when when the when the devil came to eve she came he came to eve in her voice he came to Eve in alignment to an agenda that she had in her heart. And sometimes we're not aware of, we ought to be so aware of that voice of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us because the enemy is always looking to deceive us. And yep. we're hearing thoughts like this shit. When you're hearing thoughts, both of them thoughts got your voice. The voice of the Holy Spirit is your voice and the voice of the devil suggestions is your voice. And so you have to be so cognitive on this word. That's why you got to stay in this word because this word teaches you the nature of God. It yes. teaches you the voice of God. And so when that enemy is coming to deceive you through your thoughts, mm -hmm. you have, the way God showed it to me is, is that um, when he comes and deliver you from a thought process, mm -hmm. a way that you used to think, right? So 
He gives you that new thought process. That's your new way of being. That's your new way of living. The enemy comes with a suggestion from your past to get you to agree with him. So mm-hmm. now you are aligning your way of being to his thoughts. And so now you're going down the path in the directions that he wants you to go. Okay, well, God swept that, that area clean and he gave you something new. The devil gonna always come back and test that area. And when he come back, he coming seven times seven. And so everything it took for you to put your practice in place, to read your word, to, you know, whatever you put in in place to be able to get free, now it's 10 times harder because he's then came back with more suggestions, more opinions, more compromises, and you've agreed to it. And so now you got to put all those practices in place. And look, you got to study more, pray more, get some accountability around you so that you can stay in alignment with who God says you is according to his word and the voice that you hear every day. It's an everyday battle. This and that's, ain't playing. Because it ain't about you. It's about, it, it's not about you. That's the part you got to get. It's not right. about you. He don't like God and God loves you. So if he can hurt God by hurting you, then that his agenda is accomplished. That's right. Amen. Amen. And you know, as you, as we continue to, allow ourselves to go there with God. By that, I mean, you know, really uh, developing a, a lifestyle with him. Yes. You know, uh, it, 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 I'm telling you, the relationship gets tight, just like with any, any other person mm-hmm. on the planet. The more time you spend with whoever, you find yourself even saying some of the things they say, you yes. know, picking up on some of their traits, stuff yes. like that. Well, that's what happens when we spend that kind of time with God. Yes. And not so much, you know, we thank God that we do have the word. We have, uh, you know, our fellowship and everything that we have with one another. But listen, if, even if you in that house by yourself, you still are connected to the father. Amen. And he is just as much available to you there <laughs> as he is sitting in that pew on Sunday morning mm-hmm. or not. But the mm-hmm. point that I'm making is, is like we, we were taught that the way that they learn a, 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 a counterfeit bill is to study the real bill. Yes. Not to study the counterfeit, but to right. study the real bill because that way when the counter shows up, you're gonna say, oh, I know that, I know that ain't real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how that's how God is desiring us to be with him. The whole thing uh centers around having that kind of relationship with him. And the yeah. relationship begins with our relationship with the word. Mm-hmm. No relationship with God's word, you're not going to have no relationship with him. You know, that, that reminds me of the scripture that said, hide, hide my word in your heart so that yeah. you may not sin. So, and what's in the heart comes out. You've heard that one yep. too. And so that the, the example that's come to mind is when Jesus was tempted by the devil, he had the word in his heart. So that's what came out and that's how he overcame. Yeah. And so that's how, that's what we have to do. We have to um, um, again, and it goes back to what I said before, what we feed grows. So if we feed our relationship with Christ, it grows. If we yes. read our word and we, you know, grow it in us, you know, and then it goes back to what you said, um, Nikki, once you overcome something, it's going to come back to see if there's an opening, a little crack, something that's going to test. So it's like you are, you're around some friends, like Nadine said, you know, who you around kind of wears on you and you start to pick up their habits, except for certain things you're just not gonna do. 
mm-hmm. it's gonna be automatic. They passing the joint and you don't smoke reefer. You gonna mm-hmm. no, I ain't do that right away. Why? Because it's in you. That's who you are, right. and that's not a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Same thing with living out the word of God. You know, you know, you around people know. Oh, don't she not gonna do that? You know, I was invited somewhere for some friends. And some other friends of the friends found that I was going. And they were like, oh, Lish coming? Oh, well, I'm still going to do my thing. I said, do you? So that t- at first I was like, well, dang. Then I was like, they know I bring a standard. Yes. That's, okay. <laughs> that I, that's all right with me. That's okay. Right. So you go ahead and do your thing and I'm going to do mine too. And, 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 and when I expressed it, they was like, well, it's a level of respect. Thank you. I'll have another. <laughs> it's okay it's okay you know sometimes you feel like you are. that's okay yes i come with a standard and yes. I, that's the standard of the lord is much it's jesus christ that's right that's right <laughs> So that's right. Don't do that around me because I'm not down with that. We we down to the eight o'clock hour. And this is not very please, such, that I was hate, so quick. I hate, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I wanted to, you know, I want us to uh, if, if you all can come back next week, look at uh read um uh Luke 4. You, you know the story about uh Jesus told the disciples, let's go to the other side. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I want to I want y'all to read that and, and get and get an idea, you know, centering around uh, uh, how we deal with God's word and how those guys had to deal with Jesus Christ when they got to the other side. So so we're going to have to uh, close out and um, hopefully, Nikki, you can come back and be with us <laughs> next week. Girl, bring us some wisdom, child. I'm oh, telling you, we would I, love to have you. With one more scripture for them to look at. Yes, please. To look at the scripture where Liz talked about um, Jesus, Jesus being tempted by the devil. Because in yeah. the wilderness, remember the Holy Spirit sent him in the wilderness That's to right. every area that he'd been developing him in to make sure he had resistance. So mm-hmm. when he came out of the wilderness, he now had the spirit of God on him to be able to do the work of God. That's right. And just like in an exercise, when you go to the gym, that first 50 pound weight may break your, you know, break your back. But you keep at it before you know it. Look, you're able to lift that thing like nothing. So when the devil keep coming back, the, the, the thing that God wants faith to do in us is to build us up so that when he come back, we ready. Yes. You know yes. Father God, we thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you for sharing your truth with us. We ask you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, to continue to change our hearts, Lord God, that it may be turned towards you, that we follow hard after you, that we long for you, Lord God, more than we long for food. We ask you in Jesus' name to keep us safe until we meet again, and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, ladies. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God, ladies. God bless you. Until next week. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you all for joining. Good night. Nah. Safe travel, Dean and John. All right, darling. Thank, Thank you, you, sis. Hey, John, I know you told her not to stop by because you don't want us to be together. I don't want, I still ain't even right. I don't want you to get that juice. <laughs> I know that's what happened. <laughs> something no, something no. <laughs> ain't going to make it. Ain't, ain't going to make it. it. Love y'all, 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 y'all,